Welcome to Pure Doctrine Today, a short podcast long on truth for the race to know Jesus. As we continue in Romans 12 and the Apostle Paul's instructions regarding how to love our enemies, second of all, he says we're to love our enemies by doing them good. Verses 17 through 21. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. We overcome evil, literally we conquer it with good. By good deeds we overcome what our enemy is trying to do to us by their evil, which is often to destroy our peace or our faith or to produce anger or fear or anxiety in us. But we're called to take the high road in Christ, the high road of love, and not be sucked into fighting the enemy with his own weapons. Jesus overcame evil with good for all time, hallelujah, by dying for sinners on the cross. The good with which we're to conquer evil is seen in verse 20. That is by practically meeting our enemy's needs. Paul quotes Proverbs 25 here. We're not to punish our enemy by refusing to truly help him when we have the chance. And a specific law for this is found in Exodus 23, verses 4 and 5, where it says, If you meet your enemy's ox or his donkey going astray, you shall bring it back to him. If you see the donkey of one who hates you lying down under its burden, you shall refrain from leaving him with it. You shall rescue it with him. The effect of this practical good and kindness is seen in the words, For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Now, this doesn't mean you'll make his judgment worse, because it goes against everything this passage teaches, but rather it seems to mean practical kindness to my enemy will overcome him, like putting burning coals on his head. He couldn't resist that. It would stop him at once. Love and kindness in Christ has the power to overcome the evil and hate of our enemy. Then third, Paul teaches us to seek to live in peace with our enemies. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Verse 18. We're to take the offensive by being peacemakers. Love doesn't wait for its enemy to act first in seeking a peaceful, reconciled relationship. Perhaps that would mean trying to understand their point of view, which does not mean agreeing with it or approving it. It may mean trying to understand why they hold that view by actually asking them and allowing them to tell you. Perhaps it means to offer forgiveness and to stop holding a bitter grudge. Or maybe it means taking a gift or a card over at Christmas time. Or it could mean doing all you can to treat them as someone made in God's image who needs Christ just as greatly as you do. However, our efforts do not automatically produce peace. Remember, Paul writes, if possible, so far as it depends on you. Do your part for peace, no matter what they do. If this has encouraged or challenged your heart, share it with someone, and we will see you tomorrow.